<laughs> All right, Morgan, take us into the week three pick them. All right. Well, let's start off with the records after week two. Dustin is at the bottom at three and 12. But now, to his actually three and his four. defense, he didn't get a pick um, first week. He was off drinking his favorite drink, Guinness, in the land of leprechauns. Um, <laughs> coming in behind him is myself at four and 11. Because, you know, I just decided, you know, thinking that this would be the year that we don't lose the ODU. So, you know, got that going for me. Um, <laughs> behind, after me is Logan at 5 and 10. He needs to uh, start picking his own. He needs to start picking his team to win. He'd have a couple more notches on this one. And then Ryan and his... His, I'm going to pick App State to win when none of us else did. He's winning right now at eight and seven. Good for you on picking App State. Good for you. Yeah, I actually did not pick App State. I didn't pick App State. We all picked. I thought you did now. pick App State. No, I, I said it at the end. I said it at the end. That's right, you did. Well, damn. I thought well, I, I don't did. count that. You picked. I don't count that. You picked App State. So. What I did for most of Saturday, I was pretty proud of myself. And then I logged in this this morning or this afternoon, and I saw I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I see that we also lost both spread bets. Um, Georgia won by thirty three, not that. not by forty four, and Clemson won by twenty three, and not by fifty five. That was them trying to be nice and not, you know, stomp stomp on the necks, you know. But uh. Sometimes I can backfire if you don't do that. You give some teams a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, and they're going to crawl out of the sewer and uh, grab their pitchforks. So mm. sometimes you might want to put the pedal to the metal and, and run over some people, I guess. Um, yeah. With that, she hadn't anyway. called off the dogs. <laughs> Let's be nice and just, you know, have a nice moral victory here while we let them feel like they're playing in the game no no you, you need to do like what tech did again the apps app state a couple of years ago and win 66 to like 10 but you know whatever could be because <laughs> clemson it could be because clemson doesn't have a quarterback too but that's not it what did i say that but i my i'm i'm going back down i, I don't know if i said this on the podcast or not but i know i told logan at some point my prediction is either for the NC State game or or as a result of the NC State game when Clemson plays them, QB DJ will be out and the freshman will be in. I don't know. He's completing like 67% of his passes in the last couple of weeks. I just – I don't think he's going to – I don't think he's going to be in. I, he, he just ain't got it, man. Oh, he, I'm, he, he definitely ain't got it by Clemson standards by any means. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to start the young guy against your team, Logan. You guys are going to have no clue what hits you, and you guys are going to lose. Oh, we're going to lose regardless. <laughs> meanwhile, no, meanwhile, Notre Dame's going to get their first win. This anyway. week or this week or that week? When they come to Chapel, when they come to Chapel Hill. Oh. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> Against that defense, anything's possible. Notice we're not picking, <laughs> notice we're not picking North Carolina this week. 
Well, let's start it off here, man. We got, you know, the U is not quite back yet. Going up against um, who that couldn't beat App State last week. <laughs> but I guess App State is, you know, <laughs> a monster threat now. But, you know, whatever. Um, Let them in the playoff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That'll, that'll, that'll shut them down real quick. <laughs> and, all right. So, you know what? Because I don't like Miami. And I have personal reasons not to like Miami. Um, I'm going App State. And they're <laughs> at App State, too. Are you just calling, just calling them App State? Are you just calling Texas A&M App State now? <laughs> yeah, since they're since they're owned by it. <laughs> uh, you like that? No, <laughs> no sorry, I got tech, I got Texas A&M winning. <laughs> no, we're writing down App State. <laughs> yeah, go write down because yeah, they they're gonna want they're gonna want payback for that that loss. Ryan? Well, in a look ahead to our coaches on the hot seat, you'll never guess who's uh, number one on the hot seat list. He went, uh, as they say in John, uh, James Bond movies, number one to the top with a bullet. So uh, yeah. that would be uh, Jimbo Fisher. So good old Jimbo Jumbo down there uh, needs to get his stuff together because uh, they don't take too kindly to losing in Texas. Um, I, uh, I'm a firm believer in the U as of about two and a half weeks ago. And uh, Mr. Mario Cristobal flew, uh, flew south for the winter and for the foreseeable future coming from the Oregon Ducks. And he brought his strength coach with him, with him and they're ranked 13th for a reason. So uh, give me the mustache, give me Mario. Um, those are two different guys in case you're keeping track at home. And uh, I, I think Miami's gonna do this. Let's go get a win ACC or the SEC. Uh, supposedly wonderful opponents we're going to do it at kyle field too and it's going to be the second embarrassing uh <laughs> loss for the for the 12th man which i've heard so much about i think the 12th man is about as about as uh numbered about as well as the big 10 so calling out all the people <laughs> calling out all the people in uh aggie land let's go miami this is this is guaranteed to backfire <laughs> Dustin, I already know your answer, but well, I think I do. Long time you fan here. <laughs> Long time you fan. Long time hey, you I'm fan. Gonna... First time picker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first time picker. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously you. You got this. Yeah, it's it's a new dawn. It's a new age. Miami is. Uh, they're back. I'm saying it. They are back. All right. Also. Mm-hmm. Um, Fun note on out-of-conference schedules, um, ACC, SEC, and I think Big 12 have the bet, are, are the only conferences with, like, winning records against other conferences, if that makes sense. So, like, SEC is, like, 5-3, and three, ACC is, like, 4-3, and three, and the Big 12 is, like, either 4-2 and two or 4-3. and three. Point is, not bad, ACC. But anyway, you. Thanks, Pittsburgh. Appreciate your overtime loss, Tennessee, again. Yeah. Uh, Logan. 
after seeing the video that surfaced all over college football Twitter of the cult that is the Aggie fan base and that whatever they had going with their pep rally, everybody going around doing square dancing and overalls and having some <laughs> some very awkward kid try to put down App State. Uh, and, and then it just totally backfires on them. Not to mention uh, something I read that they used to do before the Texas game that I'm not going to get into on this show. Cause you know, it's a family show. You can Google that if you want, but I'm out on the Colt that is in college station. It's all about the U Miami wins this week. <laughs> so none of us actually picked A&M to win. We picked Miami, three of us, and then one of us picked App State. So that's about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Seems right. <laughs> all right. Next up, my game. Virginia Tech is at home playing against off. Like I said, I didn't even know they had a football team. And it's not a disrespect to them. I just, I really, I, I'm just. I didn't either. I guess I'm, I'm oblivious <laughs> and I'm sorry that I should probably, you know, I love college football, so I should probably have known that. But um, sorry. I just know they beat fans. Carolina in basketball. That's all I know. <laughs> and Tech took your coach. Uh, a few years ago, so it um, from basketball. So that's got that going. Um, <laughs> looking at, I actually went to look at Wofford's stats from the last two games because being a, a team that I root for losing to teams like Liberty and JMU and ODU and occasionally ECU, you know, um, I had to check out to see what they're getting into, you know. And, they had two quarterbacks last week play and combined between the two of them in four quarters, didn't throw even a hundred yards um, against a team that I don't even know how they played, but that team didn't even have a defense. So I'm pretty, I'm feeling pretty confident about confident about this, that um, they're going to be after that quarterback all day long. Um, I expect a big, big game. I think uh, Brent Pry is going to, have the whole have played an all around good game. I think this coming weekend, and I'm going to take Tech at home. You want next? Oh, Logan. So I was watching the post game show from Virginia Tech versus Boston College. They had Coach Pry on, and he informed me that the lunch pail is back. So give me the Hokies against Wofford. <laughs> they they call him the midnight rider, or at least that's what uh Packer wants to call him. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> although Pat although Brent Fry told him multiple times there's only one midnight rider. <laughs> that kid. Anyway, uh, Ryan. So I looked up Wofford. First of all, Morgan Wofford. Remember when I sent everyone a map of all the helmets, and we were like, "I was like, what team is the gold team?" It's driving me insane. Yeah, yeah. it was Wofford. Yeah. So, <laughs> and we were trying to figure out. There's a map of all the helmets in the South, and I couldn't figure out what the helmet was. It was in South Carolina. It was gold. So I looked it up. It's Wofford. You know what else I just looked up? Wofford. They um they haven't scored a point yet this year. Taking the Hokies. 
us then. I mean, Hokies are playing in Blacksburg. That's always a good sign. Give me the Hokies. Oh, this is a good one. Battle for <laughs> two shit assholes. Um, or it's, it's written here, best battle for the best team in Virginia, but whatever. Got ODU, which gets my ass, versus uh, at UVA. Right. I guess um, afterwards they can all sing Kumbaya, listen to Dave Matthews, and drink some wine coolers. Um, for the clips and steal stuff. Yeah. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, who you got? This is tough. Uh, I mean, the, it, I mean, it really is because Virginia has looked like shit this year. Brennan Armstrong is completing thirty-seven percent of his passes. Like he's supposed to be, and he has been a good quarterback. Uh, but ODU yeah. is not going to catch lightning in a bottle. I don't think two times in one season. So I, I think I got to go with UVA, but I feel like this one's going to bite me in the ass. Yeah. Um, seems like uh, Armstrong is not that very strong this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe he should have gone in the draft instead of, you know, trying to be a badass and stick it out and say, we're all a team together and we're going to come back strong next year. You know, maybe when your offensive line decided not to follow your footsteps, you might have thought to rethink that damn decision to you, buddy. Um, I hate both these teams, but I got I got friends that went to both schools, and uh, I got other people that went to both schools that I also don't like. Um, give me ODU, man. I'm, this one's probably going to bite me. As Logan said, it's probably going to come back and bite me in the ass. But ODU is, I mean, they got some, I don't know, they just look like that. I think they're going to go into UVA and um, obviously the first two quarters where there's no fans in the stands, they won't have any problems with sound, noise complaints. And the last two quarters, they probably won't either because the fans will be too busy looking at the basketball schedule and drinking wine coolers. So give me, give me ODU. <laughs> I said ODU. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that name next. Honest. Don't put that shit back next to my name, Dustin. What do you got? <laughs> this I I genuinely think this is going to be a dog fight, which is that's saying something. Um, yeah, I I'm a I'm with the Cavaliers on this one. I just think they're ultimately going to win. I agree with Logan that ODU is not going to catch it twice. But I think it's going to be an ugly, ugly game. And, um, yeah. you know, we'll see what happens. But give me UVA. Ryan. This is one of those times where in the past, just like with App State last week, I said, like, oh, man, I really want to say App State. And then I didn't say it, so I tried to caveat it at the end and say, like, <laughs> now that we've all picked a and I bet App State will win. <laughs> I want ODU to win. Because I think it's going to be hysterical to watch their students be straight across <laughs> the lawn and just be like roughing up all those kids and their ties and their. For as much <laughs> as we group UVA in with North Carolina, it's totally not the same. I mean, it's 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 close. I it's mean, straight. yeah, one's in another state, but I mean, other than that, yeah, 
One's mm-hmm. in wine country. The other one drinks the wine from wine country. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, both, they both wear. They wear. They both wear boat ties. Boat 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 shoes and bow ties. So I mean, look, I live in and, and and say my daddy will sue you when they get in trouble. <laughs> I live in Annapolis, so I use a I'll, I'll use a boat reference. All right, if you're in the marina, you're doing pretty well for yourself. However, there are people that have bigger boats. That's all I'm saying. It's all right. So we're in the marina here, but there's there's shades of the difference here. Being, I would love to see the ODU kids just run rampant, knocking over the statues at the field, just causing a ruckus. I think it would be great. Just streaking up and down the lawn, like I said. So I'm purposely just poking at the blog people. So uh, there's a blog, a UVA blog called Streaking the Lawn. The other thing I think is hysterical is that Tony Elliott basically in a press conference earlier said that he hated the fact that his team didn't get punched in the face. Well, I'm like, bro, where did you think you were coaching? Did you see orange and forget? Like it's UVA. So uh, apparently he was telling Brennan Armstrong to go in there last week and just like rally your guys, rally your guys. It's like you're, you shouldn't have to rally your guys against the Illini of Illinois, but uh, apparently that needed to happen. So I'm going old. All that to say, I'm going ODU because um, yeah. ODU kids, I think they can throw a punch, and I think they can get punched in the face a little bit. We saw that. Uh, saw that a couple of weeks ago. Virginia put up three points against Illinois. That's <laughs> unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. Gee, I wonder why they weren't listening to the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. Oh. What were you yeah. say? Not good, and. I when Tony Elliott took that job, I was I was actually kind of like good for Clemson. Maybe they can get a better offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. All right, here's gonna be a scorcher right there. Oh man, Ole Miss at Georgia Tech. Woohoo! Lane train versus unemployment train. <laughs> <laughs> Because Scott Frost got fired at Nebraska, so guess who's up next? That's right. Lane's going to be coming in there on the train, and whatever his name is at Georgia Tech's going to be taking the train out. Jeff Collins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just I don't care for him. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say Ole Mess is going to go in there and beat the absolute shit out of Georgia Tech. And being as Lane Kevin, he's not one to go, let's just, you know, play good defense and special teams until they start to show a threat, and then we'll throw another touchdown. Now, he's going to go in there and probably put up 40 points for halftime. Just to say, hey, I'm Lane Kevin, and this is my team, and we want to be recognized. So, yeah. Um, Dustin. I mean, this it, we should be picking the spread on this because it's obviously <laughs> going to be the lane train. I mean, no way Georgia Tech is going to win this game. There's zero percentage. It's it's not like ninety nine point nine percent sure lane train's going to win. It's one hundred percent. This this could be a train ran, all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's <gonna> be ran. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ryan. All right. Very simply, I just went to Lane Kiffin's Twitter. I did not plan this ahead of time. Based on what I just saw, he is tweeting at the Florida Gators, telling them that hunters in Mississippi caught a 13-foot alligator using flyers. 
That is all you need to know. Lane Kiffin is the world's most interesting and entertaining coach. For that reason, I am proudly on the Ole Miss Lane train, and the Ole Miss Lane train will run right through the rambling wreck of Georgia. Who the heck? <laughs> so yeah, that, that ain't gonna be no bumblebees flying around over there. No, this game's on ABC, by the way, three thirty ABC. So uh, I hope Ole Miss when they go up there. I hope they enjoy a nice dinner at the Varsity Grill. Um, I hope they're able to pick up some wings from some of the establishments I've heard about up there. So, uh, yeah, should be lemon pepper wings from what I remember. So, uh, yeah, I hope they have a great time. How I even get drunk at halftime and still win. Yeah, Lane was worried about that in the first week. He, he actually apologized to the fans for them being so bored in the second half. You can, uh, you can Google that. <laughs> uh, Logan. Lane is cool. Jeff Collins is a clown. So give me all this. <laughs> we haven't picked an Ole Miss game. This is just a chance for me to get Ole Miss on the uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Let's see here, man. What do we got next? Mississippi State at LSU. That's going to be good. Mike Leach. Hopefully, after he gets done beating the shit out of uh, Brian Kelly, he makes fun of his uh, accent. Because, you know, Mike Leach is... he love, uh, you, If you haven't seen any of his interviews ever, you're missing out. He's fucking hilarious. I mean, am I right? Oh, I agree. Absolutely right. <laughs> I think that the... Um, I think the... Uh, the show at LSU is just going to continue to be uh, a shit show. <laughs> and I think Mississippi, Mississippi State is going to come in there and uh, beat up on uh, LSU. And you're going to have a couple more players scrub their Twitter feed from their LSU you know, material. <laughs> uh, Logan. Uh, Will Rogers has been having a good year. LSU look like shit against FSU. So yeah. give me, give me uh, Mississippi State. Ryan. I don't think the magic of an LSU Baton Rouge Saturday night is completely dead. This game is a 6 p.m. kick. Um, it's an SEC game. These teams know each other. Uh, as the uh, carpetbagger who's on a Southern podcast, I'll go ahead and take the carpetbagger in the South. With the fake accent. Plus, I like the fact that LSU has a wave pool um, in the shape of LSU, which they we've talked about in the past on this podcast. They spend an exorbitant amount of money on, so that's a good reason to pick a football game, right? So, no, uh, LSU is a LSU on Saturday night special. So I'm going with that. Well, it's, but it's not really a night game, at LSU. It's not like a seven or eight o'clock. It's six, I mean, granted, it's an hour or two earlier, but it's six p.m. It's not night. All right. Well, then, in the words of a Mike Leach interview, I'm picking the Tigers because in a fight, a bulldog <laughs> could probably not beat a tiger. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look for the interview where Mike Leach just basically walked through all the mascots and who could beat it. <laughs> Dustin. I mean, I'm a big Mike Leach fan. Um, back in the old days when I could stay up till late at night, um, I would watch him and his Washington State Cougs. Uh, 
play the late game, you know, the 11 p.m. kick on the East Coast or whatever it was. Uh, super interesting dude. I actually think he has a lot of good ideas. We should uh, tackle them at some point on this program about how we should manage college football. Um, but that's not the point of this. The point of this is I just like Mike Leach, and I'm going with Mississippi State for that reason. Uh, don't complain next week when I'm ahead in the standings. Yeah. <laughs> well, I started out with an 0-8 record because y'all just gave me a loss at the start of the year. So <laughs> when I win, it's going to be a real bootstraps story. You, you vacated those losses in the words of college football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to asterisk all of them. <laughs> Not my college football pick them. <laughs> All right. Last one of the game. 7 p.m. game at NC State. Texas Tech is coming to town. Um, got nothing bad to say about either two of these teams, actually, which is pretty rare. So <laughs> I got nothing against Texas Tech at all. Well, I had something against their basketball coach before he left to go to Texas. but. Um, I'll give Logan the floor first on this one since it's his uh, his Wolfpack. State opened as an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. It was nine-and-a-half yesterday, and it's all the way up to like ten or ten-and-a-half right now. Um, Texas Tech came off a big win over Houston, and I think either overtime or double overtime, but they are playing with their backup quarterback. I don't like the line. It's a night game in Carter family. It's tough for most teams to come in and play at night uh, there. But – I'm a little nervous about this one. I think that uh, I think Texas Tech pulls out a close one. I think it's a close one either way, but I think tech, I'm picking the uh, the Red Raiders. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and say NC State wins by like three touchdowns. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you got the <laughs> over, <laughs> yeah, Dustin. Um. I got. I, I'm going with the Wolfpack. It's at Carter Family. It's a night game. Yeah. Um, if they were going to they're Texas, fan. I'd probably feel different. But they're going to win this one. It might be a battle, but they're going to. Yeah, I think their fans alone are going to get in that game, and they're going to be loud, loud, drunk, and insane. Ready to rumble. Exactly. Ryan, and they lost in NC State. I have one simple question. This is how I pick all my NC State games. Logan, will the vacuum be at the game? The vacuum now resides two miles from the stadium. It does not come to the game. Uh, it hasn't been to one. It didn't go to week one, uh, week two against Georgia Southern. Or not Georgia Southern, Charleston Southern, whatever that school's name is. Clearly didn't need it. Right, is it going to be coming to this game? The plan is to bring it, but uh, that's pending my friend's wife's approval. <laughs> What is this now? Pending your friend's wife's approval, I pick NC State. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan, do you not know the cult of the vacuum cleaner? I do not. Please tell me. So, America. (laughs) Last season, um, we had like seven people that were sitting with us for the season, uh, all in my friend group. And the first game of the year, uh, my old roommate and one of my best friends, he had just gotten married. So, he and his wife were living in another city at the time and were having to travel in for every game. 
So the first game of the year, we win 45 to nothing over USF. But in the early in the third quarter, we made a bet with his wife, who is a UNC grad uh, and UNC fan, obviously, that if we shut them out, <clears throat> we got to bring the vacuum cleaner to every game. Now, you may ask, why was the vacuum cleaner even at the game in the first place? That was because they had just moved away after they had just gotten married. And I was still in possession of the vacuum cleaner. So the only time I was going to see them was to bring it to the tailgate. So we had the vacuum cleaner in the back of the truck and set it up beside the, uh, the beer ball table. And we just kind of made a joke about it. And then she made a bet with us that, yeah, if you shut USF out and they don't score a point, we'll bring the vacuum cleaner to every single home game this year. Well, <laughs> as it became ever so close in the fourth quarter to them scoring a point and they didn't, I think there was a turnover that kept them from scoring late in the game. We started chanting vacuum cleaner and doing the motion of vacuuming. And she was not too thrilled about the prospect of having to travel from another city with a vacuum cleaner every single week. But alas, the vacuum cleaner, the legend was born. It, it was at the game for every single home game that year. And NC State uh, went undefeated at home last year for the first time since 1986 with the vacuum cleaner in tow. And we have a vacuum cleaner chant we do in our section whenever things go well in the uh, game. Huh. <laughs> Is it a vessel? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe pet, pet hair included. <laughs> Ryan saw the vacuum cleaner in the flesh, or should I say in the plastic, uh, against Carolina <laughs> last year. It's real magic. That's the only way I can describe the nine point, whatever. We've covered it enough on the podcast. If pending, yeah. your, pending your wife, who is a Carolina grad, so I support whatever. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I support whatever decision she makes. <laughs> <laughs> pending, uh, pending that yeah nc state <laughs> so uh, just keep, uh go ahead uh, i was gonna say keep in mind for those out there that may be picking this game state has won 11 straight home games the streak has to break at some point and on top of that they have one of the top it's either top seven or top five longest streaks of non-conference home winning streaks going right now so one of these days you know records are meant to be broke and state's been on a roll at home lately and in case you haven't heard tailgate season, which I had the pleasure of listening to on my way down to North Carolina earlier this week, it's just basically an hour of Logan waiting for the other shoot. <laughs> Some other notable games going on this weekend. UConn at Michigan. I don't care. Boring game. <laughs> yeah. Um, is Michigan ranked number four because they play UConn all the time? Just curious. Who had Let's they played see. this year? Let's see. Uh, strip club at Wake Forest would mean Liberty at Wake Forest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alabama's playing UL Monroe for $9. Uh, a seat. And um, <laughs> it's a true story. Jesus. Campbell versus ECU. They're going to get wrecked so you, by the Pirates. <laughs> you got, you got, you got. Uh, a very Christian college coming to <laughs> to Greenville, a city of sin. Go, they're gonna come in here and, and try and save people before they try to play a football game. Did you know Campbell's in a dry county? Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're going yeah. to Green, and they're going to Greenville. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why I'm there. 
<laughs> Thank God it's not Halloween weekend, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Logan and I, one of Logan and I's teachers in school went to Campbell. He was a Cam- Campbell grad. And he said that the, uh, to the dry county point, <clears throat> some of the professors would have like, or one of the professors would have them do some work for him and he would bury beers along the like whatever the path was for them. And then they would just like dig up the beer. That was part of their payment. They would like dig up the beers to drink. This is a long time ago. This is before it was like 21 and drink and all of that. But uh, it's just kind of funny that that's how that worked out. So dry county, but the professors were like providing the beer in exchange for, I don't know, some kind of work on his house or something. Literally, you have to drive to the county line to get alcohol in college. Yeah. Crazy. They're going to they're gonna come in their, in their, their buses and the teachers are going to be like, all right, now. Or stick your hands out the window. <laughs> creepy people out there. Whatever you do, don't drink brown bottles. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, Angle, I'll let you take it away from here. Yeah, we have competing. I was made aware this week that we have competing um, hating on coach websites. Um, we we had been talking about the uh, coacheshotseat.com index that we were kind of referencing week by week by week. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a believer in that particular index because uh, Scott Frost was fired uh, this last week. So that, that list is pretty well proven because he'd been at the top of that list. Makes me worry a lot about Jimbo Jumbo Fisher down there because he's, uh, he's, he's gone to number one. So, um, however, Dustin passed along the second, um, the competing, I mean, with anything, um, you know, there's always a, a copier, right? I'm actually not sure which one came first. So he passed along a Yahoo's Misery Index week, and we're in week uh, two of the Misery Index. And uh, one of the headlines that he passed along was, uh, and I read this exactly, uh, Jimbo Fisher continues to rob Texas A&M in broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> So in case you're wondering uh, what the blog uh, companion to this uh, podcast is, apparently it's the Yahoo's Misery Index week. (laughs) 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 But they're sensationalist headlines that are uh, ever so nice. Uh, Briefly, we've got Jeff Collins, the aforementioned Jeff Collins, who's going to get run over by Lane and his train. Uh, He's he's (laughs) dropped down a little bit, so I'm sure he'll be right back up next week couple other notables uh well we have mr freeman mr uh, friar freeman out there in south bend he's uh from not on the list to six so that's that's good high score i think you broke it um and then uh <laughs> that's not it's <how> <laughs> not how you want to do that um coach ken at navy he continues to uh climb he's now he's gone from 17 to 7 so that's not that's not great but neither is navy football so that makes sense and then uh, we've got a couple others on here. Louisville's on there. Syracuse, he's he's heading down the list, so he's he's heading down the mountain. That's the right way to go. Brendan, Brendan in the right direction, right? He's he's hanging out down there with the greatest football coach of all time at the greatest football program of all time at Vanderbilt. And uh, <laughs> on his way down the mountain, he can still pick up that eviction notice. I don't care how many games you win. 
Yeah, I hear you can you can break your leg anywhere on the mountain. So <laughs> and uh probably shouldn't make those jokes considering. <laughs> Just thought of that, and that's probably in poor taste that I didn't think about ahead of time. And then uh makes me feel bad. And then um uh Boston College also has their first appearance on that list as well. So. I I do have a uh I take a pride in, in in him his name being on that list. There you go. Hope he's did did something. <laughs> I do have a fun Scott Frost thing. Um, since we won't be talking about him anymore after this, um, <laughs> when when he was hired, the the Omaha local paper put together um, a, a book about it. It was titled "Frost: A Husker's Journey Home." And in the last page of the book, December 3rd, 2028, to be exact, sometime in the future, this was their prediction. So this is their wildest dream of what would happen as a Husker fan. Basically, I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but I'm going to sum it up for you. Basically, Scott Frost would have won his third Big Ten championship by this point. Which, okay, yeah, you know, this is a Husker book. What would you expect? But in their wildest dream, Nebraska's 13-0. They won the Big Ten. They ranked number five in the nation and missed the playoff for Alabama, Texas, USC, and Florida. A one-loss Florida. So in their wildest, most fascinating, Scott Frost is the most amazing coach ever dream. They missed the playoff with a 13 and 0 three time Big Big Ten champion team. So um I I think this was just not gonna work out from the beginning. If if that's <laughs> how you're dreaming, <laughs> it just wasn't gonna work out. What is so, it with these schools that are red and white and have ends in their name and just thinking that they're always gonna be screwed over? Because <laughs> some of us do get screwed over. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't predict COVID. <laughs> just predicted not getting picked for the playoff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in case you want to check that out, I'm sure it's on eBay for real cheap right now. Frost, <laughs> the Oscar's journey home. <laughs> I'll buy that for uh, Melissa's grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> they, they would burn it, probably. Oh, my. <laughs> 